tell you, I can't wait for the fucking love story that is your life to finally be made into film with all of I the videos. I started writing my book. And, I cannot fucking wait. I'm buying the first copy of this. I have to, I have to, you know what I, I'm going to do? Um, what are you doing? You're doing like a memoir? You're doing advice? What do you think? It's not an advice. It's a memoir. It's about stories of my life and how I've lived my life and in, in, in order. Like all, all of the things that have happened to me in my life and how it changed my outlook on life and stuff. Oh my God. I can't and wait. I'm speaking about it from, from first person. Mm-hmm. And I'm also not using much di- there's not much dialogue obviously it's all descriptive and mm-hmm. i'm using my songwriting skills and my poetic skills in my descriptions so everything is very poetic in the way yeah, that i'm expressing yeah, yeah. it and my analogies that i use and the comparison stuff like that and um it's funny because i this has forced me after this whole thing happened, yeah, I was like, nothing I else can't to do not besides to write a book right. now. Like to. now I have to tell my story because this is fucking Crazy. odd. Yeah. And, um, so I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to tell the story of my childhood. I'm going to tell the story of my marriage. I'm going to tell the story of, of, um, the story of my being in the music business, the record label, and just talk about being a black, there'll be sections of being a black woman and how I feel about mm-hmm. that. So there'll be something for everybody to get something from. Yeah. And, um, and my current relationship right now with myself and the relationship of my choosing is, but you sound like a vampire when you speak <laughs> the relationship with myself and the relationship of my choosing. What the fuck? bring him to me like that's what you sound like right now i mean i'm loving it i'm loving it wrapped in this comfy ass looking sweater <laughs> it's my dad's sweater. just looking i mean like a spellman dream right now <laughs> so i just feel really arrived enough that i can write this yeah and, and this is the time i really do it's it is the time because it's for my healing so it's very 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 therapeutic yeah and the first i even wrote a prologue and the prologue says something something to the effect of um i'm here at my parents house it's overcast um i'm 38 years old and i say something like I don't know how I got here with a dead man on my balcony, but first let's get to the beginning. And then that's like, Bitch, I, can't. That- <laughs> Wait, I just got chills. <laughs> and then I go to like, when I was like my first memory. Oh, it's like a fucking mystery novel. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a true crime novel wrapped up in a memoir. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, I, I go into talking about how, um, you know, when I was four years old and where mm-hmm. I lived, I remember where I lived. I remember what the house looked like. I was asking my mom all these things. She's like, how do you remember that? I'm like, I don't know. I just remember my first, I talk about the first time I thought I was gonna, not knowing what death is, mm-hmm. but I felt I'm going to die. This is what death feels like. I was mm-hmm. two years old Wow. and a bone got caught in my throat. And I remember where I was sitting and I told my, I, I wanted to ask my mom to make sure. And she was like, that's exactly what, she's like, how do you remember that? I was like, it's trauma. Yeah. It was it my first. Imprints, it imprints on you. And um, why I was scared of water and what my, my, my uh, pool teacher taught, uh, my coach taught me and stuff like that when I was, she threw me in the deep end and was mm-hmm. like, babies, they're natural born swimmers. And 
And it's debunked. <laughs> I Shells proved her wrong. Board. <laughs> Little baby rock. Yes. <laughs> right to the bottom. This bitch is heavy, okay? Just, just cut to someone saying that and then just you I at think, the bottom I feel looking like, around. I feel like I did that just, just to prove her wrong. <laughs> you probably did. You're like, expel all the oxygen within my body and let me sink stiff as a board light as a feather bitch like i see it and um so i start telling that story and i talk and i'm talking about how when um the challenger uh, exploded mm-hmm. and we lived 45 minutes away from wow. from from the nasa we lived because my dad worked over there and so how that affected my family and then how that affected my life and so i'm talking about like historical actual events that happened and where where i was Mm -hmm. and what that looked like and what Mm -hmm. it did to my family and and so while i'm like typing these things out i'm like therapeutic it is very therapeutic but i'm like you know what i have to i have to kind of do like a tanja's method because i can't just rely on my memory so i'm buying colored (laughs) color (laughs) colorful post-its so that i can make yes like subjects and like like you know um have like a like an outline literally like i'm in fucking school roman numeral and stuff and and put like this As story here, pop up. this story here. D- don't forget to tell this story and this story and this story. And that way well, I can strings between them like a fucking serial killer. I can I can't infuse wait. it together. There was, I know this is a long one, but this is a really good story. And I want to tell you You don't know guys. how I'm going to cut this up. So you don't know if this is a long one. This could I, be the only one. Okay, right. <laughs> I want to, um, I have a friend and um, he was talking to my dad about it. And it was so funny because I hadn't really spoken about it. So um, if you have ever have a chance look up will w-i-l the real one d-a-r-e-a-l-o-n-e he's a poet and he died he was mm-hmm. murdered okay now he was he Already was there. Yeah, he was an amazing amazing man an yeah. amazing poet and when I lived in Florida, I'm going to tell you guys the story. So it's going to be my book, but I'm going to tell you the story anyway. When I lived in Florida, I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not originally from Florida. So when I was living there, um, and I had just started singing and decided, and when I say singing, I had already been singing, but I, I decided to get into to the recording business. Um, there were these open mics. And they had this one open mic called Love Jones. It was a spoken work open mic. Mm-hmm. And there's always seniority in those places. Yeah. You know, when you, I first started fill, out doing music, yeah, and you, you go have to fill the, out the list. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. And then eventually you maybe you make friends that are there that do shows that have you open. Right. I mean, you, but you work your way you have up. To wor- you, you have, have to, work, to be there. Yeah. You have to work your way up. And I would go every single night, um, every Wednesday night and try to get get on stage get on stage and one night i finally got on stage i, I was i think for like six months i did that mm-hmm. i got on stage but it was at the end of the night nobody was there yeah and i remember singing like mary j blige i'm going down or something i was like 19 yeah and then i went off to college and i came back and when i came back I wanted to start up in the circuit again and um, because I just did it for fun. I just wanted to do it for fun. But now I'm actually in the recording business. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I need to start this whole thing. I started writing songs and stuff. I want to sing my songs. So I remember him. I remember who he he was. And I went to another open mic. He wasn't there. It was somebody else's open mic. And 
I asked the person who was hosting it, are there other open mics? Can you give me the information of other hosts that I can like go to and, and other places. And so, um, she pre-internet. Had, yeah. This is pre-internet. Um, her name was Ingrid B and she, she was like, you need to call this person, call this person. And she tells me, will, and I'm like, oh, I remember him. He was like yeah. untouchable. Like he was yeah. famous. He was a famous, like it was famous in Miami and famous, a famous poet in the, in the country. Mm. And, um, he used to, he was on deaf poets, which is on HBO. And it was mm-hmm. just like, it's a huge thing. To, it was a huge thing to be on there. And, uh, he was the sweetest, most incredible person that I didn't know. I just didn't know. I just knew who he was, yeah. but I just didn't know how great he was. So I called him one day and it was on his open, his spoken word day. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, you don't know me. I literally called and I said, you don't know me, but I'm coming in today and I want to sing on, on the stage. And he said, okay, well, when you come in, you can sign the list. I said, no, I don't want to sign a list. I said, I want to sing on the stage. I said, I don't want to sit and I don't want to wait. I was like, I don't want to be passed about because of seniority and he started laughing and he said okay he's like how do you get my number and I said Ingrid gave me your number and I said could I come to to your to your spot before the open mic and sing for you that way yeah you know yeah yeah. and I said because you're gonna want me to sing and so he was like, oh, Fucking gall of it. oh, I love it. <laughs> he was like, oh, OK. And I, and I, you know, I because I had to change the way that I was doing things. Yeah, because asking for or yeah. just like showing up and expecting to go by everything, everything yeah. else. And I working. said, you're going to want to hear me sing. So I show he was confidence, like, bitch. I love it. <laughs> and I was like, I think I was 20, 20, 21 at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, so he actually I think I was a little bit. I was a little bit older. It was after I got married, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was in the music business for a little while before I got that kind of... So I was about 23, actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I show up, and I'm with my husband, and I show up, and he's like, okay, well, go ahead, you know? And I have this song that I wrote called Work It. It was on my first album. And <clears throat> the the guitar... <clears throat> it's like it's just bass it's like boom 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 and the fir- first is the first line is um uh oh shoot oh my life is hard i feel like i'm falling off i can't I can't see, see the light. Boom, boom. So it's like a blue song. Yeah. And so the chorus is like, uh, uh, the, uh, no worries when I sleep. Cause you're always in my dreams. When I wake up, I awake with you next to me. And then the line is, picture me all over you. That's the song. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like yo (laughs) yo and that night he featured me that's awesome he let me sing for like 20 minutes just did a full set (laughs) he was like this she came in and and from that moment on yeah i could sing anywhere like all of those spoken word spots or whatever yeah opened it up and it opened up for me and then he 
he just he kept helping me he was on my he was on my second album yeah. and we, we had a really good relationship and and then i got so known in my city that one day i was at an open mic and um a spoken word and he we were in his car and he said you have to leave and i was like what he said you have to leave here you can't stay here and i was like okay like the car <laughs> or like do he i flew down tonight is something he happening said you have to leave he said because he said you're so much better than local celebrity you need to go you need to leave mm-hmm. this, this is it this is it this is all the city is going to give you so you yeah. need to leave so i was like okay. wow okay and so that's i left and then i will be back and forth like i went to new york i moved to new york and i started that's when i got signed and stuff and I'll be back and forth to Florida and stuff. And uh, I would always show up and he was always excited and stuff. And then one of the times when I was, when I came, I hadn't gone, gone to see him. Hmm. I was going, it was in 2012. I was going to London on tour. Okay. And I got a phone call that he had been murdered hmm. outside of his, the same place that I yeah. met him and sang for him um yeah it said he got shot yeah he was he was shot at it was like a planned thing yeah they said they were confused because no one stole anything or anything no it just one, no. like pulled up and so they it said in the article i was reading they were wondering if it's because he had a very like a very helpful to like abused women and like no bullshit policy yeah. kind of in there yeah and so that maybe someone yeah was yeah getting back and he him. was and he was he was a um very outspoken in a, in the inner city in the community because mm-hmm. he lived that life mm-hmm. so then he moved away from that and started started doing for the community yeah. and like put Probably you know just like and and mentoring and stuff like that and he got shot in front of one of um his his i guess uh, one of the people that he was mentoring and mm. two of them actually and just point blank in the chest and like it was just and i got that call and i was leaving for london the next day and i was just like oh my gosh jesus i don't like that was so that was a lot it was a lot lot. because i never got the chance i didn't go to the funeral because i was in england but Mm -hmm. you know what's so funny i was on Facebook, this is 2012, so I was on Facebook, mm-hmm. and someone, I used to follow everybody, so if people followed me, I'd follow them right back. I didn't yeah, really I personally know them, like face, Facebook, yeah, yeah I would just follow I, I'm them I'm unfriending people daily on Facebook <laughs> yeah. that I come across. I'm like, who the fuck are yeah, you? Yeah, I would just friend, I would friend request people, I, or they would friend me, and then I would, and so somebody in my timeline was like, there's a horse and carriage, I just ran into a horse and carriage, I've never seen anything like this um in in my city in miami and it's a horse and carriage and there's a casket on the horse and carriage and it was oh, his wow it was him oh my gosh and this random person didn't know who he, they were just driving and yeah saw they it just saw something and took a picture wow. and i felt like that was for me yeah so like so you were there yeah that and that was enough i've never gone to his grave or anything like mm-hmm. that but i think of him often mm-hmm. and i have forever captured um I have a, in my second album, I redid, um, I put a spell on you mm-hmm. and he does poetry. He does some spoken word on it. So I have that for forever. Like yeah. That's, you know, that's cool. But, um, 
that's such a but that's one of the stories that i'm gonna that i'm going to tell i mean i've already told it but those one of the stories that i'm gonna tell because that's such a it doesn't even sound real it doesn't yeah. sound like it sounds like it's something from a movie it does do you know what so I mean? much in your life sounds like it's yeah directly from a movie <laughs> and like a movie you'd be like that never happens <laughs> this is unrealistic it's like it critiqued right oh <laughs> that would never oh it would never go down like that it fucking would it might, but it does and it does that's why i love i love memoirs and autobiographies and all that because i always feel like you can you can write all kinds of things but some of the most interesting unbelievable stories are things that happen in real life well but because the thing is that life it like life imitates art and art imitates life but really art art is imitating life that's trying that's the the, does a chicken come first or the egg no art imitates life okay it's all of us can tell those stories but we have to learn how to not victimize ourselves first Mm -hmm. because you have to change the way you're telling your story Mm -hmm. if you change the way that you're telling your story then it sounds like wonderment it sounds like an actual yeah if you're coming in from a place where you haven't admitted your place in it or you're still feeling a kind of way and this has happened to me it's vindictive or it's it's fluffy yeah it's like this happened to me and i had to go through this and i had to but you have to come into it with your higher self knowing this is the lesson i've learned going into it and so i'm seeing it through different eyes so you know that the version i'm telling you is the most honest version that you could possibly get because i'm calling myself out in it right because i'm basically saying this is who i once was and, and i've and ascended that, into who i am yeah so because you can of trust this. that i can see this clearly. exactly that's how i handled it mm-hmm. in- instead of speaking from a and this is why you shouldn't write a memoir until you're like in your fucking 70s but because with the life i've lived <laughs> <That's true. laughs> i can i it's you like it. i've lived i've lived more life than most people yeah in in my 38 years with, with the stories that i have mm-hmm. so that's one of the reasons why I've held off on writing a book because I was just like, I'm still so young. Like, what yeah. am I gonna fucking say? But when someone dies on your balcony, <laughs> it's time to put pen to paper. I've you been know married for 13 years. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have a whole. I thought about like finding the love that you have now, which that alone is its own fucking book. Like, right. just being in that kind of relationship, people would be mind blown of like the strength, the like. <laughs> the bravery to be with someone that you don't have to see for three months how could you possibly do it and you're just like yeah this is what love looks like i, went I don't from, know to tell you went from being seeing my husband being. every day we saw each other every day yeah and i and i, I there's hope for all of us well, i think <laughs> to myself bless. i think to myself like like would i get married again i don't know yeah. you know i would there's nothing wrong with marriage marriage is you know yeah. it's fun <laughs> it's fun it's 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 fun yeah um and if I saw myself in a place to get married again, I would get married. But I think about children. If I ever had a child mm-hmm. to t- tell them, you know, I was married before this is fascinating to me. Like I had a whole nother fucking life. Who you know me as? Yeah. I was complete. Like if I was somebody else's mother in a different life, yeah. it would not be the same person you know. to be like, do you know, I was married before, right? Listen, yesterday, Nikki, I don't know if it made it into Nikki's video, but at one point we were talking about pregnancy and stuff in his video. Yeah. And, uh, I think he cut it out, but I was basically like, you know, a lot of people make videos and they talk, I talked about how I don't necessarily want kids right now. I don't right. see that. Yeah. And I was like, a lot of people will share stuff like that or do things in videos and they're like almost apologizing to their future kids. Like, yeah. 
And I was like, oh, no, I want you to know future kids. If I have, I, didn't want you. I did not want you. My right mom now. tells me that all the right time. Right now, I do not want you. Mm-hmm. And that could change. Mm-hmm. But in this moment, please know with my whole fucking heart. My I, mom tells, I do us, not want she you. tells a story of how she. she <laughs> Your mother she, set the expectation she, real low for you. Just she, to be my like, mom never wanted kids. Yeah. She and let you she, know. She didn't know that my dad wanted kids until they got married. She didn't know. Sneaky. Like, like. She was like, I didn't know he wanted him right then. Can you and imagine there. the morning that she figured that one out? It was like, <laughs> fuck. And so she was like, I didn't want kids. She was like, you know, my mom is not a kid person. I mean, she became one. Yeah. But she was not. My mom, my mom was a disco queen. Yeah. She did not. <laughs> I love her. She didn't. She smoked weed. She was a disco queen. Yes. My mom did not want any kids. <laughs> and so, so um, when she found that out, and she was with my dad for a very long time because she, she was with him from when she was sixteen. Yeah. And so they got married when she was twenty three. She got married. We got married. Her and I got married at the same age. But then she had me when she was twenty five. Damn. So when she had me, she was like, okay, she got used to it. But then when she got pregnant with my sister, who was eighteen months apart from me. <laughs> She definitely did not want that. You know what I'm saying? And oh, at that so and at that time, it's a lot on your body because you th- you think at that time, it's still like that now. We're moving away from that. But when you're a woman, you're a wife, there's all this expectation of body image. And, yeah, and even all, then. Even then. But not just the expectation, but what it does, what pregnancy does to your body. Mm-hmm. So my mom, when she was pregnant f- with me, she went from a size two to a size 14. Mm-hmm. And she gained 80 pounds with me. Yeah. Her whole body changed. My mom was always a skinny, very yeah, skinny, a lot of skinny woman. Quickly. And then she got pregnant again and gained another 70 pounds. Yeah. So she, her body was just, her body's never been the same. Yeah. So now she had to learn to embrace that whilst not, whilst not really wanting kids. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? That's a lot. And so. You're like, what fucking Christmas <laughs> present is this that I didn't want? And so Fuck. she said, I remember two things. She <laughs> says, this is a story she tells. Um, when she was um, pregnant with my sister and she, she was in labor and she was pushing, the doctor was like, Mrs. Moore, if you want this baby to live, you're going to have to open your legs. And my mom closed her legs <laughs> and she goes, I'll think about it. <laughs> Oh, your sister's got to be in therapy <laughs> just for that story alone. It's a great story. That's so funny. And then after Let she me consider it. after she had me, she had me. So she, my, my sister came after me, but when when she had me, she was struggling, mm-hmm. and she called my grandmother, and she was like, "I don't know what to do." My grandmother was like, "You're married now. Figure it out." And I'm like, literally hung up the phone. Just no support. God damn. She needed a podcast like No Lies Detected. She did. <laughs> she needed the daughter that she has now. <laughs> so living her Pis- dreams. These Pis- this Pisces woman that gives birth to a Sagittarius oh, God. and a Gemini. Just so and much. her husband is a Virgo. Like <laughs> oh, fuck. my mom. Just closing it out. She was just mentally just like <laughs> <laughs> what's a little tornado. <laughs> all over the place There's a bunch of signs that won't fucking but say I'll what tell they you need something my mom she does what the fuck she wants to her. do she does what she wants to do like when she's done talking she's like i'm gonna go watch tv now like in the middle of the conversation she doesn't care she doesn't that. care and but it is it was a house full of people who didn't want to really say how they felt yeah because we'll just internalize it and we'll figure it out mm-hmm. for ourselves yeah, you know what I'm a saying? bunch of people figuring it out for themselves in the same space. I tell my partner that all the time. I'm like, you come from a home 
where they roasted each other on a regular <laughs> Like literally just crying in the middle of dinner. <laughs> no, like a roasting night. Like yeah. you sit in this chair and we're all going to tell you about yourself. Oh, God. They used to do that. And I was like, I would have flourished in that kind I of, I think I would have flourished in that environment. I you, couldn't, you can't say anything when you're in the chair though. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's for but, your greatest ooh. good to hear from your family who love and respect. If your family's and not sitting fu- there, I would up. be looking at people in the eyes and just be like, oh, I'd be laughing. That was a good one. But you should be scared the way that I'm reacting because that was a good one. But I'm going to see you in a minute. So you you're minute. going from somebody. Who, and I think that that's beautiful. Because, oh, yeah. You know, there's this space to share without having to concern myself with how yeah how he's going to feel about me saying how i feel about something he's done or whatever but in my family (laughs) if i if i said something to my sister that was the truth yeah but it but it was rude it was the end of the world like you were mean (laughs) that was a mean thing to say and it's just like yeah but it's the truth though like i was always confused by that i remember the first time i said that to him the first time I said, you're like this, he was like, that's your cross to bear. <laughs> I'm going to be who I am. So like, enjoy, enjoy he it. He, enjoy the performance. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't come with, he didn't negate what I said. Mm-hmm. He agreed with me. And then he's like, you're, that's your cross to bear. And that turned me on, girl. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Cause that means now I can be he's who not, I, Yeah. He's not going to shift for me. Yeah. That, Fuck. that. That means like, so when people now say to me, like I said, when people are like, oh, you're a bitch. I'm like, yeah, okay. It feels so good because I'm like, okay, that's your, that's, if that's yeah. what it is, that's not my choice for myself. Cause I don't want to hang around bitches. Yeah. But if you're choosing to be with me or hang out with me. And you think I'm a bitch. And you think I'm a bitch. You must really love me. Sounds like the kind of bitch I'm, you love. I'm not so much of a bitch that you can't, you don't want to be around me. Yeah. So or you're I'll a, be a bitch. Or you're a sad, scared little bitch and I'm the head bitch. And I like all these odds. <laughs> Truth. I have the shortest question that we've ever gotten to know Lies Detected. Do you want to hear it? Oh God. The title is, this is a short one, I promise. I'm in love with my brother's girlfriend. What do I do? Thanks, Megan and Michelle. I'm in love with my brother's girlfriend. What do I do? Well, okay. First of all, you did the wrong thing by just, we need, we need more information because I need to know how old you are. Because if you're 16 and your girl and your brother's girlfriend is 25. Yeah. Then, okay. Okay. So what? But if your brother is 28 and you're 26 and there's a possibility that there's other mutual feelings yeah. or yeah then we gotta start shifting things up maybe we gotta have a conversation because i love when people say i'm in love with so-and-so that don't mean shit to me are they in love, are with, they you? love with you because who it, cares because if they're not then you just gonna have to be yearning and wanting somebody that you'll never have <laughs> next can you imagine this is like just an well it's an infatuation from the information that we have but someone looking at someone being like i'm in love with them what do I do? <laughs> they're, also, in a, they're in a full relationship with my sibling. Should I move in that direction? Also, I know a lot about that person just by that one sentence. I'm, that, in, I'm in love with my brother's girlfriend. What do I do? This The way that they said that and the, they just dropped in that didn't say anything else. This person thinks that the things that they experience and the things that they feel and they see are original. <laughs> you come up with some fucking... Like energy healing, just like one takes where I'm like, 
what are you gonna i don't even see where you got that which is how i know that you're tapped into some bullshit like i love it this person is okay tell me that they like they say things expecting a certain kind of reaction mm. like can you believe this i mean the happened? title is all caps this is a short one i promise mm-hmm. it's very it's dramatic like, thanks like, megan and michelle like sincerely. this person was like i'm gonna stump you like try this one on for size yeah well like, i mean you're not gonna stump anything because i'm not in love with someone that's dating my sibling and that sounds pretty fucking good to me <laughs> there's nobody that i want to fuck that i'm not fucking and that is a pretty incredible place to be which is no one but you know um this person seeks attention yeah mm-hmm. by the way that they did look yeah that i'll message. give you some bad advice you should really you should fuck up that relationship see what happens <laughs> is it right before a wedding try it see what happens leave like a note to have a big a big family meeting about it i just love yeah. like this isn't love actually like the honesty <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna get her love actually half the storylines do not end well so i don't even know that's not a romantic movie. yeah i don't like that movie so many people don't like it i don't it's not that i don't don't like it first of all i just don't think to i there are certain storylines that are more interesting than to, to me than others but i don't think to watch that as like uh oh, i'm having a little christmas romantic movie to myself no, no definitely my favorite story is is i like the two stories at the job um emma thompson story <laughs> of course i fucking love that of course my favorite line is like she handled it with such class when she yeah. found out that that he bought a necklace for his she was like and then she 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 dropped it at the school play bitch just let him suffer in that beautiful and she just said it so casually she was just like yeah what's the line i don't remember what she says to him but she references it and he stops and he was like i can't do anything he's like Oh, I'm so sorry. That's not what, you know, she's like, yes, but you made a fool of me and the life that I lead. And then she just walked away and was like, Hey kids. Like it was just so, and like, she was like, this almost, is done. She was like crying yeah. inside. Like you could tell, like she was just like so hurt by it. Yeah. And that is like, uh, Oh God. So, so good. Because then in the last scene, they're still, you don't know if they're together or not, mm-hmm. but like he gets off the plane and he hugs his kids and she sees him. And he's like, hello. She's like, hi. And then that's it. Like that's, that's the story. Yeah. So you don't know if, if dad moved out, went away and is visiting the kids or dad or went away just, or they're we're working just, through we're it. working through, but it's cold. Yes. And then the other story I like is, um, uh, Laura Linney. L- Laura Linney story. I fucking knew it. I instantly, I was like, of course you want the other <laughs> sad story. <laughs> I don't see it as sad though. I see it as it's bittersweet. Yeah. Like there's this guy that was really in love with her. Yeah. And, and she was so insecure about herself, but all he saw was her beauty. Yeah. But she was trying to be loyal to her sick brother. Yeah, to her brother. And she finally got the moment and she was in love with him and he was in love with her, but they weren't crossing over. Yeah. And I just thought that that was so sweet because it was just like, somebody's going to make a move mm-hmm. and the move was made. And then the brother called yeah. and it showed you where her, where her mind is, where her true, her, her truth lies in love with her brother yeah. and being there for him. And it's so hard to see that man that liked her. He was just, he realized like, this is not going to happen. This is not the time. Mm-hmm. And they were just about to have sex. And listen, my Scorpio soul just broke apart when I saw that. Because I was like, they're not going to even fuck. <laughs> Why? 
every time every time yeah. and then she goes to see her brother and he almost tried to fucking hit her in her face he wasn't mentally well yeah so the other stories i'm like mm, don't really yeah it's like people dropping what's the colin firth one where she like accidentally lets his papers out into the water that one was sweet but that was cute that was not i like you know what i like about it is the time that went by like they really liked each other but then oh, they yeah. went away and, and he just went on a limb and he was just like that's why you love when harry met sally your favorite love stories are ones where they like are forever yeah it's like they don't even like each other at first yeah. they're like maybe friends for a while it's awkward then they're best friends then it's and it's like and for the coast of 20 years it's just like constantly shifting because, and changing because when they get together you know it's real yeah. like nobody's like they're for each other that's like so great to me like that this man really liked this woman this portuguese woman he went back to 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 england yeah and he showed up to his family for christmas and he was like i don't want to be here i have to go i gotta go and he was learning portuguese the whole time he found out where she was the effort the effort just because she could have said no and he showed up at her job knew what he wanted and he spoke portuguese very poor portuguese but he did he spoke portuguese and she came down and she spoke english and she was like just in case like oh my god oh <laughs> so my god. cute they like each other like you two already knew who each other was in your lives but you were still bold enough and responsible enough to still go your separate ways knowing that if it was meant to be It'll you'll come, come back, back together. together wow the romance of it well, you know what? This is our love story, Michelle Moore. That's what happened to us. If we're if we're gonna come back together, we're coming back together constantly. Oh boy, I love it. I love it for us. Yeah. Um, ten years. I mean, ten years. What's a month? Maybe we'll, maybe in a few years we'll be enemies, <laughs> like just for fun. No, I don't. I don't okay. think we would. Be. No, no. You, maybe I'll be your enemy, but you wouldn't be my enemy. Oh yeah, now everyone's my enemy. <laughs> I've already created the space for you in my mind as enemy Michelle. <laughs> but I could never be your but, enemy. But a beautiful, you you would be my 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 main adversary in my mind. <laughs> like I would be the. You en- would never think of me. <laughs> I would be the enemy that you wouldn't dare talk shit about. No. and wouldn't let anybody else talk shit about it, would it either. Be a secret burning inside, <laughs> and I would be and I, and I would never even say anything. It would just be so nice between us. But you would see it burning in my eyes. <laughs> that bitch chokes on that fucking chicken no bone. it would be a linger of like i'm so, so- sorry like, I don't know if i want to hurt her if i want to fuck her it's just like it's unending listen if we ever stop talking i'm gonna write into the podcast i'm writing into the podcast like waiting to see what your reaction is to it but it's pretending it's not me it's if we ever stop talking yeah it's for a good reason it's not because i did something it's because <laughs> It's because of the way that you did something in reaction to something I may have done. <laughs> and now you're like, I wish I didn't oh, good. do now that. Yeah. Now all the pressure is on me. So, <laughs> so fucking anytime fault. you see me, you're looking in longingly like, I'm so sorry I fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I leave people. But I won't say sorry. I'll just show you my actions. Doesn't matter. I know how you'll feel. <laughs> Even when I get to the level, there's still another level that I don't know yet. <laughs> You're like, I, I was laying these breadcrumbs for you and you thought that you were going to do it. No. I'll piece. I'll let you piece it together. Period. Figure it out. Period. period. Figure it Reread out. it. Period. Yes. Figure it out. Period. Um, well, listen, I think it's time for us to go. You can find me at Megan Tonjes on most things. 
I'm Michelle Moore. You can email us at nolicedetected at gmail.com. You're here. You're better. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Have fun, bitch.